Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is July 6th, and our reading comes from Acts chapter 24, verses 1 through 27. Now, I'm not going to read this whole passage. I want to just kind of catch you up, and I want to read one little verse and talk about one very important idea. Paul, of course, is on trial. He's defending his faith. He's defending his innocence. He's defending his right to preach Jesus, but making it clear he's not stirring up trouble. He's not creating a riot. He's not broken any laws, right? And in that process, Here's the idea I want you to see. In verse 27, it says, after two years went by. So for two years, he's in jail, and the governor keeps bringing him in to talk about this, bringing him in. This has gone on for two years, and then watch. And then he's succeeded by another governor who wanted to gain favor with the Jewish people, so he leaves Paul in prison. And I just want to pause and wrestle with this idea. Here's Paul, this great missionary who's risking his life, who has been terribly abused over and over and over again for preaching Jesus, for doing what is right, for telling people about how to have a relationship with God, for being a man of hope and life, right? And yet he's in prison for two years and now he's left there. Why would God allow that to happen? You ever felt that way? You ever felt like you've been working so hard, trying to do the right thing, serve the Lord, honor God, love people, and yet there's something in your life that's not going right, that's not going well, that you don't like, that you've been asking God to to fix, to do something about, to intervene, and he keeps leaving you in that situation. Well, the older I get, the thing I realize is it's always God's mercy. I want you to think about that. Unanswered prayer is the mercy of God. When I look back on my life, so many times when I was praying for something in the, in the moment, I was convinced this must be God's will. This is certainly what's best for God's kingdom. Looking back, I realized, you know what? God knew better. And if he would have answered that prayer, it would have hurt me, not helped me. Furthermore, God's unanswered prayer and my suffering, my struggles have produced in me something good that allows me to love and to serve and to be a blessing to the people in my life. And that's what's happening here with Paul. He's in jail, but God is doing something greater. He said, what could possibly be greater than Paul being free, going from temple to temple, city to city, preaching the word of God? I mean, what could be better than that? Well, while he was in prison, he writes these letters to encourage the churches. Now, he just thinks he's writing a letter, probably doesn't you know, have any idea that these letters would would live, outlive him, right? But these letters became part of your New Testament. Galatians, Ephesians, 
Philippians, Colossians, Corinthians, Paul writing letters to the early church to encourage them, to instruct them. But what Paul didn't understand is that these letters would give the church around the world instruction for thousands of years to come. You know, every week I work 10 to 15 hours writing a sermon and I preach my heart out. And by the next week, I can't even remember what I preached the previous week, right? <laughs> Little pastor secret there. But Paul writes these letters that are far greater than a sermon. They outlive a sermon, right? He puts it in writing, and it so strengthens and blesses the church. I'm certain Paul looks back now, and he's so grateful for that prison time and what God did in those moments in him and through him. And so maybe today you find yourself in a prison. And what I'm here to tell you is God is trying to work in you so that he can work through you and build a ministry that outlasts you to make a difference in the lives of other people. So in our suffering, let's trust him. Let's press into him and let's see what God will do. Let me pray for you. Father, I know that there are some listening today who are really suffering, struggling. And I don't want to make light of their circumstances, their pain, their confusion, their uncertainty, their vulnerability. But God, what I know is that you are with us. You have promised to never leave us or forsake us. God, you are in this moment with us. And as we press into you, God, you're producing something good in our life. You're, you're building our character. You're growing us. You're teaching us to walk with you. You're, you're teaching us to be sensitive to your presence and your voice. God, you're healing our hearts. You're speaking to us and guiding and directing us. You're working in our relationships. God, we see you are doing all kinds of beautiful things in our hearts. And because that's true, now you can work through us. Lord, we carry that into the future. We carry it into every relationship, into every moment, into every decision. And so, God, we're so grateful for what you're doing here because we know it's going to produce lots of fruit in the years to come. God, we pray that what you're doing in us and through us would outlive us just like it did the Apostle Paul. God, our life belongs to you. Glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks again for being with me. Have a great day. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. I'll see you tomorrow.